0: Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler.
1: Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg is with us today. You know, between Kathy and I we have helped thousands of leaders to be in the top 10%. We've been doing our show now for 14 years and focusing on what some tips and tools that you can do to make yourself a little bit better, tips and tools that you can do if you lead a team. Some people use some of these tips and tools to be a better parent, a better friend, better family member. So we're always looking for what's going to give you that kind of critical edge. And these days talking about emotional brilliance, our book that's on uh, Amazon and tying this into our days of COVID whereas in the midst of the pandemic where we know about 42% of people are either anxious or depressed and a lot of emotions going on and this idea of emotional brilliance is in the moment when, when there's conflict, in the moment when you are forced to come up with uh, a strategy or you feel challenged, what do you do? What, what comes up for you? And so this idea of emotional brilliance is the focus like a target. What's in the bullseye so that you just bring up and say whatever is the best thing for that moment really is this idea of emotional brilliance. So, you know, how do, can you improve that and select the best uh, emotional competency to do that? And Kathy... Greenberg, you know, uh, co-host for fourteen years. Kathy is the author of nine books, things like "What uh, Happy Companies Know," "Fearless Leaders," the book that she and I uh, co-wrote, "Emotional Brilliance: Living a Stressless, Fearless Life." So, Kathy, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, Relly. I'm really happy to be here today, and I'm very excited to hear from uh, from our friends at Boomtown. I am um, very very interested in learning more about how they're going to be supporting uh, this new virtual world uh, not only for, you know, real estate but also for other kinds of marketing strategies. But, you know, before we bring JP on, uh, hopefully we can talk uh really a little bit about why we do the show and why emotional brands is important. And to get us started, I just want to make sure that everybody who's listening knows, uh, you know, obviously you said a few nice things about me. I uh, just want to say a few things about my co-host. You know, Dr. Wellie Nadler um, is a thought leader in emotional intelligence, and he's an executive coach in positive psychology uh, and, uh, obviously, emotional intelligence. And he's a uh, psychologist and corporate leadership and team trainer working with organizations and most specifically in this time of everyday heroes working with healthcare and healthcare professionals. Um, He's an author of seven books, including our own book, Emotional Brilliance, Living a Stress Less Fearless Life. And uh, he's also the author of a book that strategically helps those with burnout, and in this case, Physician Burnout, and of course, we all know his wonderful book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, and he also has a free iApp, as we both do, so make sure you go to iTunes and get as many free downloads and bonuses as you can from both of us. Relly's iApp is Leadership Keys, and it has videos. You can get them from your app store. He also has a popular blog on psychology today, so between Relly and myself, You can find us at www.eblifebook.com backslash learn. And you can also get a free trial for our brand new exciting e-learning platform at www.eblifebook.com backslash free trial. So, Raleigh, maybe we can just uh, talk a little bit about um, EI and how important it is for everybody, um, but especially those going into a virtual environment uh, like Boomtown support.
1: Sure. Sure. I'll say a couple of words, and then we're going to bring in our, our guest today, who is the uh, CEO of Boomtown. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but J.P. Clement. So, hang on just a moment, J.P. So, um, in regards to where we are today and why emotional intelligence is important, we'll ask J.P. some of those questions, too you think about um, getting back into the organization, maybe you're hiring, uh, maybe you're developing folks, you have how smart you are. You have your technical expertise. You have this concept of emotional intelligence. What do you know about yourself? How do you manage yourself? What do you know about others? How do you manage others? The emotional intelligence factor through all the different research is the most critical factor for people's success more so than how smart you are, more so than your techno expertise. Depending on the research, some research is around 50%. It goes up as high as 80%. 90% as the critical factor, not only for someone to be hired, but moving up in the organization. And so that's a little bit about kind of the, the why, and then the, the key that Kathy and I are always zero in on is, well, what do you do? People now know today, oh, emotional intelligence. Oh, Um, I'd like to have it. I think I have it. How do I measure it? We have tools to measure it. But then the big uh, focus is, how do I raise it? What are some of the key things to raise it? So let me just say a a couple (laughs) words about...
2: No, really, I was just going to say I I need to show my emotional intelligence here and apologize to our guest uh, and, and introduce him as boom time. I was just actually out and about in the Williamsburg community at Jamestown and it's so funny, all I heard yesterday was how boom town it was back in 1607, <laughs> and got tagged, right? Because many of us get tagged into thinking a word. So just let me say that, you know, J.P. is the CEO of Boomtown. time.. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so if you want to um, go ahead and introduce him, then we got some yeah. questions that we want to
2: uh, tag. Yeah, JP let me jump right in and
1: get here. some of his expertise
2: absolutely so jp has over 30 years of experience in marketing digital strategy and product management for companies ranging from startups to global brands such as madison square garden general mills dfs group limited and johnson and johnson and national geographic jp has worked or helped companies in both the b2c and B2B sectors and founded three digital strategy and marketing agencies after working for many years on the corporate side of marketing. JP's passions are analytics, digital products, and creating the right strategy at the right time for just the right audience. BoomTime is a B2B marketing company. The BoomTime team created a new approach to marketing, one that fuses technology and expertise together to deliver marketing as a service for B2B and law firms at scale. It helps companies do agency quality website design, LinkedIn campaigns, Mm -hmm. word-of-mouth marketing, mailbox mining, and legal marketing as some of their services. Now, JP was previously the head of marketing at CitySearch, Uh, Clear Channel, Interactive, and Ticketmaster, let's just name a few, and he ran strategy and analytics for a leading digital marketing agency. He founded a successful digital strategy and marketing firm in Los Angeles, uh, and he has had many, many wonderful clients, including the ones I already spoke to you about, but Amgen, McKesson, and many more. JP, welcome to the show. We are so excited to have you with us, and uh, I have a little bit of understanding about your background, having been a uh, managing partner a large global firm, and I think we are going to have an exciting show with you today.
3: Well, I'm excited to be here as well. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, thanks, JP. So, you tell us a little bit about your story and kind of how you got to be... Uh, you know, where you are today, and it sounds like before you, this, as being a CEO, you had your own company that you were CEO. So, give us a little bit about your background and, you know, kind of that progression. Yes, of course. Um,
3: so, as uh, your uh, listeners can hear, I'm, I was not born in the U.S. I was born in France and uh, went to college uh, in Paris, uh, but always had this uh, vision that uh, I belonged in a different country and uh, wanted to do something a little bit different with my life uh, compared to my, my uh my uh, friends and uh, and family and so I moved to the u s to get my m b a uh, did that on the east coast um, and uh and then uh, launched my marketing career um you know <laughs> quite a while ago as uh as Cathy mentioned um, and um, you know marketing has definitely been kind of the one of my passions in life uh, i it fits my personality very well um, and uh and i've been enjoying doing that for a long time but i've done Pretty much every type of marketing that uh, exists, uh, starting in traditional marketing, um, as we call it now. Back in the days, you know, where uh, it was pretty simple, and uh, there's, you know, there was uh, only a couple things that you could do in marketing, um, and then transition to digital marketing in uh, 1998, um, and uh, you know, I've. Probably done. Also, every single type of uh, of market of digital marketing that exists, and digital marketing has become a very complex, very uh, uh, intricate kind of uh, uh, you know uh, field, and um, and a field that changes very very fast as well. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. But I, you know, I, as uh, Kathy mentioned, I was on the corporate side for many many years, and then switched over to the agency side in 2006. Um, and uh started my own agency in 2009 um with a partner and then i created two more agencies after that on my own and run them um mostly kind of boutique type agencies uh, really focused on the on kind of niche uh, digital marketing uh, tactics and um so did, did did that for a while and I moved from LA to New Mexico a few years ago and uh happened to meet uh through some, uh, so I think, from some LinkedIn campaign, uh, um, met uh, the uh, founder and CEO of uh, Boomtime prior CEO of uh, BoomTime. Um, and um, when he decided to replace himself, uh, he uh, tapped me to, uh, to become the new CEO. CEO okay. And I did a lot of due diligence and discovered a lot of things about the company that I didn't know about, obviously, um, and was very uh, actually very excited about joining BoomTime as uh, a CEO. Uh, you know, uh, all, all I had done before in my career had basically led me to to that point, um, I've managed you know, big teams, small teams, I've worked with startups, I've, I've started my own companies, I've done a lot of, uh, of different work um, at different levels, and uh, I think I was ready to, to jump uh, and become a CEO of a larger entity uh, than what I had uh, started myself. Well, JD, we
2: are so delighted to have you with us. We are going to go to a very quick commercial. So, don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. We're having an exciting conversation with J.P. Clement, leading a B2B marketing company in challenging times. So, come right back.
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
2: Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at leadershipforuminc.com.
3: Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern 8:00 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel.
0: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at one 472 5790 That number again is one 472 5790 Now, let's get back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with J.P. Clement. He is the CEO of BoomTown, and we're zeroing in on... Uh, his skills of leading a B2B, business-to-business marketing company in these challenging times. And so you, we just started off, JP, hearing a little bit about that. Like, what what would you say are some of the key strengths that you bring um, to tackle some of these business challenges, you know, that you have? And, and you may want to also say, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're dealing with? So some of the strengths that you bring, and then what are some of the key challenges that you're Presently, yeah
3: so I think you know one of the um, probably one of my strengths is um, the it was uh, uh, acquired at a pretty hard cost <laughs> uh, but I it came from a personal um, some a personal time in my life where I was having uh, you know a I would say, psychological issues and relationship issues in my personal life. And that forced me to actually take stock of who I was, what I was doing, and, uh, and spend some time with, uh, you know, with therapists and with trying to understand myself better, uh, which i uh, honestly had not done necessarily uh, in the, in the uh, intervening years. Um, and I, I, it was really a, a life changer for me on, on a personal basis, but also I think on a professional basis. It really gave me uh, one of um, I think a key factor in being a good leader and being able to manage you know uh, a lot of employees uh, in the company, um, which is you know, self-awareness and emotional awareness, knowing uh, what you're feeling, being able to understand those feelings, being able to deal with those feelings, understand where they're coming from and all of that. But this, uh, you know self-awareness, which I did not have <laughs> at all, uh, caused me uh, a lot of personal issues, but also I think was limiting me in my pro- professional life. I had been doing well, but I think to get to that next step, I I needed that uh, that uh, emotional revolution, if you want to call it that. Uh, And that's something that I think has served me incredibly well to really be able to understand myself, Um, being able to, and also knowing when to take the time to look at myself, my emotions, um, try to understand the why of uh, of my actions and behaviors, um, has been a tremendous help. I think also naturally I'm a very um, I'm a pretty uh, 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 you know uh, social person, <laughs> uh, and which I think it helps a lot in a business setting. Um, I'm also very analytical at the same time. Probably get get that from my from my father, was a scientist, um, and um, which helps uh, you know not only in, in marketing but also to in terms of running a business um, and taking um, hey, you know, taking, uh, you know yes.
2: Yeah, JP. I, um, I'm really curious here. First of all, I want to thank you for being so brave uh, and courageous in uh, you know being vulnerable with yourself, right? And and taking that step to learn so much more that has made you so much more. You're obviously an extraordinary person. C- can you talk a little bit about um, some of the strategies? Um, and And perhaps tactics even more that you use uh, to smooth out uh, some of these what we might think you know, potentially disruptive changes uh, that go on when we're you know working in this kind of a very digital explosive environment. I mean we we can do anything nowadays with technology. so tell us a little bit about how you deal with that.
3: Yeah, so, um, again, I think, you, you know, um, I, I did a lot of, uh, <laughs> by the way, I did a lot of meditation and yoga in the past. Not as much now, but I don't really quite have the time with two little kids and uh, business to run. But um, but I think, you know, this idea of, like, being able to take some, of, some breathers, literal breathers, uh, using, you know, your breath you, uh, to calm yourself down, to really take the time to be present and to... Uh, uh, to take stock of what is going on, not only personally and inside, but also especially in organization of what is going on with my organization. How are people dealing with uh, all the issues and challenges that, you know, uh, we are f- facing today? Um, as, as you said, yeah, everything is possible today in the digital world. The boom time was actually already had gone fully remote before COVID and the pandemic started to uh, to impact us, um, so it was a little bit of an easier transition, and I had been working remotely as well for a long time. So, but still, you know, we have people in their personal and professional lives are um, having tremendous challenges that they have to face up to, and I think, you, you know, uh, sometimes it can feel obviously over, overwhelming, and the, this idea of like, you know, which is to to me, was brought to me by doing a lot of yoga and, and meditation was, you know, be present. Take talk of what's going on. Take the time to do that, and that's a very simple tactic that served me incredibly well uh, in my professional life and personal life. I think the, yeah. the other one is, is empathy. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's not uh, especially when you're running a company, uh, you have to feel empathy for the people who are working in your company, and this is something I think that we do very well at uh, Boomtime. Uh, we've used we're using all kinds of you know tactics in terms of you know having because we're all remote you know making sure that you know we have a way of doing our meetings that is uh, you know makes us feel closer to together huh. things like you know asking people to turn on their cameras whenever a Zoom call or a Google Meet call um, you know we do diversion time we do all kinds of things that you know bring us together uh, in uh, in a virtual way but in a very uh, in a very human way um and that's something I think that has been very very critical um to uh, to us staying together as a very cohesive unit, keeping people happy uh making sure that you you know those interpersonal relationships uh are keep keep going despite the fact that you know we don't see each other in a physical space uh, at all <laughs> and slack has become our our office um which brings its other challenges oh, we can talk about that at yeah sometime but you know, this, um, I, th- I think um, there's a lot of uh, very um, uh, psychotherapeutic tools that can be used you know, in the, mar- in, in the business place uh, that people probably a few years ago did not even think about that we but are AP, using.
1: That's, that's some of what we want to kind of hear. First of all, let me just kind of also jump in. This is so refreshing to hear you talk Kathy, for Kathy and I. It's around emotional intelligence. Self-awareness is so critical. Uh, knowing yourself. Uh, empathy is another key competency, you know, and then, then being present. So you're really uh, touting all the things that we usually, you know, tout. Um, but in a way, this is, you know, you're bringing it up on your own of what's been successful for you. So say a little bit more about, so you were just getting into some of the psychological um, aspects that help the organization, whether it's through your diversion time or, you know, so we're talking about some tips and tools that maybe other organizations aren't doing that you are doing at boom time. what what are some of those things that you were just kind of getting into before I interrupted you?
3: Yeah, so we, we do a lot of, I think it's a combination of a lot of little things, right? There's no real silver bullet, so to speak, uh, yeah. for, uh, for what we're trying to do here. Um, but we do, we do a lot of little things, so I'm going to mention a couple of them. But I just wanted to go back to something that Kathy mentioned. Uh, vulnerability is highly critical for us and I've been trying to um, to tell my team um, not just my management team but the whole company that you know we need to be, to be able to progress and to grow into the company that we want to be uh, we have to be vulnerable um, and you know that's not easy a lot of people have, have, have problems with that but uh, to me that's something that uh, I'm trying very very hard to uh, ingrain into our culture and into our um, into our interactions. As, yeah, uh, you're, doing, uh, it, you're as doing, as doing it right now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think I've, uh, I've learned my lessons and become pretty good at uh, <laughs> that vulnerability thing. Well, you know, um, JP, but- I
2: think... I think uh, Relly and I are going to make you our official spokesperson for emotional intelligence. <laughs> uh, you are, you are amazing, my friend, amazing. So oh, we're going to we're going to let you talk some more. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we do something called di- diversion time, which is we you know we earmark like an hour a week or so uh, to have everybody play games, uh, on- online games, that you can work, you can play with, on Zoom or on Google Meet. Um, on all of these different platforms, which is one of the beauties of the digital world right, is that it has a lot of different tools that you can use, um, and people have been spending a lot of time developing great uh, great interaction tools, um, which are, is making the trans- transition to a fully remote type of environment much easier.
1: So, um, so they're playing with so We're doing that, for instance. We're doing a company forum. Yep. <laughs> sorry, Either, exactly. They're games that they play with each other. They're interactive games.
3: Yeah, yeah, we play so trivia games and things like that. But so if everybody's logged into the game on their computer and also logged into Zoom or something like that, and then uh, we play those games, and it's really, really fun, and uh, it's amazing to see that you can feel the uh, the relief of the people being able to communicate, you know, and have fun together in a virtual environment, uh, which is really nice to see. Um, We had a really tough week. Two weeks ago, uh, for many different reasons, uh, and I, ma- I, you know, I've ch- made a lot of changes to time since I've become CEO, and you know, those ch- changes keep piling up a little bit. So it's kind of a, you know, a lot of little changes turn that to be, you know. Can become problematic in terms of you know the amount of uh, things we're asking from uh, people and and you know and some people uh, most people actually I, I would say have a problem with change right so uh, I've been trying to smooth out those uh, you know those uh, those challenges by you know doing some things that are you know fun and get people to interact and. And feel kind of they can, they can really, they can feel that relief of uh, pressure. And it was interesting to, to see the dynamics the last time we played because, you know, people were literally letting off a lot of steam and it was a lot of fun. We were having a really good time. Um, but we also but do things that we, we have uh, instituted. Sorry?
2: No, that's okay, JP. I, I, um, I, I'm very, right now, I'm very curious <clears throat> about your work uh, in the area of. Um, of real estate. And the reason is we we're we seeing uh, these companies create, um, in their attempts for B2B marketing, uh, these avatars. Uh, and one of the things that Relly and I are doing is we're using avatars in our own business. But I think that there's no AI without EI. Um, and I'd love for you to talk about that um, if you can uh and your thoughts on how you could use right your the B2B context for those people who are listening and i also want to make sure that they know how to find you at, at uh, www.boomtime.com and i also want them to take a look at your ebook um it's get B2B marketing in challenging times and uh, we want to make sure everybody knows that because there's so much content here, JP. I don't want anybody to miss any portion of it.
3: Yes, we do generate a lot of content, and it's part of our, you know, our uh, positioning is that we try to educate and uh, and uh, our clients. Um, and a lot of the clients that we have um, come from a place where digital marketing was always this kind of nebulous. Thing that maybe you should be doing, but you know, didn't really have to, have to do. And then COVID hit, and a lot of these companies that were try, that were selling or making connections and developing leads uh, for their businesses at trade shows and conferences, that that world disappeared. And so what we've uh, you know we've been trying to educate all these companies that maybe you can run old school or more traditional-based uh, that were doing one, one-on-one selling and lead generation and trying to get them into this digital world, which is kind of scary. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things that you can do. It changes all the time. It's very complex. It's um, And so we, you know, one of our core v- values, which is something also that I started doing at uh, Boomtime, is set up a, a set of core values, a vision, a mission, and uh, so on. But one of our core values is, is we are curious, we learn, we educate. Um, and we do that internally, but we also do that with our clients. We're very, uh, we try, we, we give a lot of away, uh, away a lot of our secrets uh, for free because we think that it's very important for our clients to educate themselves in terms of digital marketing. Um, and, but uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, the COVID-19 was actually a, a good a good thing for us for our business uh because it forced these people to move from the mentioned tra- traditional selling um tactics to digital marketing um and um so we we've, we've been doing really well you know it's uh painful to say because so so many people have not been doing well, but at the same time you know we we think that we're doing a, a we're we're doing B two B business is a big service by providing a lot of information, a lot of content to try to help them manage these, these very difficult times. Um, and um, so, uh, I hope that kind of answers your questions uh, yeah. your question a little bit. But um, you had a specific question about AI versus uh, EI, right? Um, and yes. uh, so, uh, the, Raleigh
2: and I are you know, yeah working a lot in that area of you know how do you get? I mean, one of our colleagues. Um, uh, John Toda from Syntax in Motion is working with us right now on avatars. We see a lot of companies trying to use avatars and CRM. And my concern, to be honest with you, JP, and Relly as well, is how do you get the right avatars? Because our feeling is there's no AI without EI.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, to me this goes also because, you know, I'm a marketer first. (laughs) It goes to the idea of this idea of of, uh, branding, right? So to me, and I've talked, to my team a lot, but also to my clients a lot about branding and, and actually on some uh, other guest podcasts have uh, also done a lot of uh, talk uh, around branding but and people mostly think about branding as you know a you know a logo a series of colors, maybe a, a, some typefaces right or th- things basic things like that but branding is way more than that and I think to to me, a brand um, has to incorporate emotional intelligence um, it, ha- it, ha- it has to and so you know if you don't know what your brand and is how you know how you should come across what your tone of voice is what your you know emotional iq is uh you cannot cr- t- truly create a strong brand um and so i think you know it's again i think it's the same thing that i did for myself years ago uh, where i had to take stock of where i was from an emotional standpoint and the psycho no a psychological standpoint um companies have to do that for themselves too they have to you know and we 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 did that at boom time we spent hours and hours in the management team thinking about our core values our mission you know our culture and um how we actually communicate that culture throughout the company and also uh you know institu- institutionalize it um and i think a lot of companies never take the time to to do that to Talk of you know, okay, who, who who are we? You know, where are we? You know, where do we want to go? How do we get there? From a, um, a behavioral and emotional standpoint. Uh, so I think that's the first step to me. It's like you need to figure that out, then you can go and figure out what your avatar or your
1: external branding presence is. Well, thanks, JP. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, and and uh, we're listening to JP Clement from Boomtime. And stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
5: Are you a fearless leader? Fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL or return on leadership. You can too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com, take the free assessment, and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business
0: community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network.
2: Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are having a most engaging conversation today with the CEO of Boomtime. And uh, JP, we're coming back to a conversation with you about the core values. You know, people talk about their core values, uh, they rarely live them. But it sounds like at Boomtime, you are the leader of a cultural movement. Can you share some more with our audience about those wonderful words of vision and wisdom?
3: Uh, uh, yes, I can try. Um, so uh, th- w- one of the main factors that led me to say yes to the offer from uh, Boom Time was because I managed to talk during my due diligence to about five or six of the employees. And we're, we have about 30 people, so, you know, uh, uh, pretty good uh, cross-section of the company. And, uh, and I realized that I really like these people. They seem to be really, I mean, we, are, we were bonding very fast. And, and I, I was very interested uh, by you know their personalities, the way they were running the business, the, the, the way they were doing things. And, and I realized uh, very quickly that there was a very, very strong culture at boom time. But that culture uh, had never been uh, codified. And so, one of the first things that I did, and our, f- our first management team meeting, is that we uh, we went uh, back basically to a drawing board, and uh, developed a series of core va- core values, um, which they had something a little bit similar, but nowhere near as uh, detailed as what we did. Um, and also, you know, there was no mission statement, no vision for for the company. And as we were working through these core values, you know, uh, we really, uh, as I said, codified what was already existing there in spirit, but made it into words and into actions. And we, um, and, you know, I- I- in a way that made us a more cohesive team of, uh, better you know uh, better place to work and uh, and so on and we, um, we we actually so we're taking a lot of steps uh, with these core values uh, to make sure that they are um, you, you know not only accepted and understood throughout the company but also you know put into actual actions um, and so we're, we're doing that in different ways so for, for instance we just started doing uh, we just signed up with a company called lettuce uh, like a like, like like a trellis like a lattice um, that does um, you know be, um, its uh, uh, manage uh, hr in a little bit in the sense of they do uh, they develop growth plans they do uh, uh, reviews uh, per, uh, performance reviews and those kinds of things but you can tie and give feed, you can give feedback through to the system to anybody in the company um, and but they integrate core values in it's an integral part of how the system works. So, for instance, so now that when we're giving feedback to one another through this this latest system, we uh, I can say you know hey you know this person did this great or this is and that and then you tell them you can we can tell these are the core values that were. Um, you know, uh, brought forward by this action and this, and you make part of that part of, of the feedback. We've also in- incorporated our core values into our internet. You know, so everybody when they go go and sign off to what we call our dashboard to see what's going on, when when our holidays are, what's, you know, things that they need to know. These these are uh, the, the core values are there front and uh, center, um, and same thing with our mission statement. Uh, uh, our vision. So we, we do that a lot. We uh, in Slack, you know, we use Slack as I mentioned a few minutes ago uh, as our right. virtual office. And so everybody's on Slack, but we uh, we use emojis on Slack. But we create custom e- emojis that um, uh, amplify or represent our core values. We we talk about core values all the time. So one one of them is we get this. Uh, which is, we get this internally. You know, we feel confident, and we get this for our clients too. So we do the, always do the right thing for our our clients and we know that we got this we, we're experts at what we do we we use this in our meetings we use this uh, in slack po- posts um it, it's something that you know is which permeating the company with our core values and right. we've uh, incorporated our uh, mission statement in our signatures on our emails um so we do a lot of things like that you know yeah. and, and again as i mentioned before it's a lot of little things but they add right. up uh to to a pretty um, you know in- interesting cohesive
1: universe. Thanks, JP. I mean, this is great to kind of what you're doing. Yeah, there.
2: amazing. And
1: when we we think about kind of some of the marketing uh, that you do that, you know, you bring to organizations, you have these goals that are part of the the ebook that Kathy mentioned that we want to say, you know, uh, get B2B marketing and challenging times uh, ebook, and you go from the, their site. Say a little bit about some of the goals about building an audience. You know, this is for some of our listeners, you know, and capturing and following up leads. Like, what's kind of the first things about building an audience that you, you guys share?
3: Yeah, so I think, you know, um, the first thing that I share and we share in, in, in that book too is that first, you know, even in a economic recession brought on by the pandemic, you know, you should not decide to cut your marketing budget. Uh, that's one of the key things we tell people because it is true, you know, this actually this is a time to invest in marketing. Uh, you know, a lot of companies are face- having issues and whatever, but, uh, you know, the only way you're going to cut through the clutter that you might have been able to cut through, you know, as, as I mentioned before, at a trade show or a conference uh, or on one-on-one selling situations. Um, you cannot do that anymore. Uh, and you, we haven't been able to do it in a, over a year now. Nobody knows when we're going to be able to do it again. And I think the transition from uh, traditional marketing, uh, in-person marketing and sales to the digital side of things is going to be relatively per. per Permanent. So you know the, now is the time to invest in digital marketing uh, for many, many reasons. So that, that's one of the key things that, that we tell people. The second one is that uh, we tell people is you have to plan. You have to strategize. You cannot just jump in, into it. It's too complex, too fraught a market um, or you know, a, a field to really jump in and start doing things. You, know, you really need to strategize. And you need also to look at the numbers, to look at the data. We, this is something we do internally. We generate a lot of data through digital marketing or digital marketing campaigns. We look at all of, of the data to make sure that not only we're doing the right thing, but to learn about you know what's going on. Um, and so that helps us create you know the combination of tools because there is literally hundreds of different tactics within digital marketing that you can use. Um, we can put together the right tactics for the right time and the right audience. Um, this is something, and the, one way to do that is to, l- to l- l- let you be led to where the data takes you, um, uh, which is you know, JP, something that a lot of companies don't take the time to do or don't really know, know yeah, how, how to do because they never had to do it.
2: So, JP, just um, give, can you give us uh, an example? Just give our audience an example um, of conversational marketing or um, social currency, uh, which are you know big topics uh, at boom time. Can you give us an example of how you just like give us an example of how you do it? Maybe for for us as an example.
3: Yeah. No, de- definitely. So you know, one of the key things that that we do is we so we create a lot of of content. That content is designed to do a couple things. One is to make our clients look like Thought leaders and experts in their industry—they um, might be, but they might not be talking in a way that makes them look like they are. Uh, so we do a lot of that. We 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 try to take the the, the tone, the voice of their brand, their company, um, and we have uh, you know we have a, a huge pool of writers that can write about very intricate, very technical, very different things. But you know the idea is to make our clients look like the experts that they are. Um, The other way, and we distribute that content mostly via email, uh, and uh, social media, uh, LinkedIn obviously being one of the prime um, areas uh, of focus uh, f- in, in the B two B space. Um, we, actually, we call internally we call LinkedIn a virtual trade show. We t- I even tell tell that to our clients because that's what it's it's become. You create a lot of, uh, you can do a lot of networking on LinkedIn that you you know uh, that you can do any longer in the physical space. So um, so we do a lot of work on on LinkedIn. So we create. Uh, co- connections for our clients um, and make them very uh, – and again, use some of the content we generate and send via email, put on their websites, and things like that. We also use that in a slightly different format on LinkedIn. Um, and we have a way of creating those LinkedIn connections that is actually uh, – it's interesting because it is it uses a lot of uh, emotional intelligence tactics, if you want, to get people to connect with you because uh, what a lot of companies do on LinkedIn and do – we believe wrongly, is that they treat the people they're talking to as businesses. They talk to them as businesses. We believe that you have to talk to these people as people. And you have to be personable on LinkedIn. It's connecting people to people, not companies to companies. Um, and so this uh, very kind of uh, you, you know soft and personable approach to connecting with people and, and messaging them and talking with them on LinkedIn is a kind of um, uh, I a... Mean, maybe I'm giving away our secret sauce here, but it's incredibly important and gets uh, and, and makes our uh, campaigns way more successful. Um,
2: well, you know, LinkedIn J.P., is, the one uh, thing I can yeah. tell you is that, uh, as you know um, from our background, you can hand people a document or a manual to... Tell them step by step how to do something. But the secret sauce is really in the language that you choose to use or as you call conversational, right? So Mm -hmm. you're not giving away anything. You're helping people get ideas (laughs) for how they can do it better, right? I love it. It's amazing. You're very good at this. This is a natural act for you.
3: Um, yeah yeah, maybe but you know it's interesting like, so we do at Time. we also do all the marketing we do for our clients we do first for ourselves so we can test different things we can understand some things better and again we look at the data we do all the analysis uh, that you know the, the debriefing or the, the postmortems if you want to call them that um, mm-hmm. but you know one of the interesting things is that I you know my team was running a, a LinkedIn campaign for myself um, so I could be in front of more People and you know, I was getting a connection rate of about 25 percent, roughly, and which and I asked them to change the language, and I worked with them on on that. Obviously, I helped them change the language that we're using and, and the the actual words and the the sentiment that we were trying to get across with my co- connection messages. And m- now my connection rate is almost 50 percent. Um, just by using different words and a and a very different approach, which is much more soft and personable. I, yeah, did you, I missed that JP, number.
2: You said, it? Uh, did you say 50%? I think Relly asked.
3: Yeah, we went from about 25, a little bit over 25% to almost 50%. Wow. So well, it, it does work, JP. you know, and taking the time to, <laughs> to under, to understand that, you know, this is a, pe- a people business, you know, is very critical. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And JP, we are at the time of our people business today, but we are going to have you on for a second show because you have so much to offer, and I I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to have this delightful conversation with such an emotionally intelligent leader. You've been listening to J.P. Clement, the CEO of Boom Time, and please get his book, get B2B Marketing and Challenging Times, www.boomtime.com. J.P., we're going to have you back again. Thank you so much. Relly, anything you'd like to add?
1: Thanks, J.P. Uh, We really appreciate it. And for our audience, continue to tune in to tune up your performance. We'll speak with you again next week.
0: You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers, with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern time and 9 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.